0: it's Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder. Have you seen the Las Vegas sensation, the sphere? That's totally astonishing crowds. This thing is like an IMAX on steroids and the 18,000 plus seat auditorium's immersive experience is the most expensive entertainment venue in Las Vegas history. Think about that for a second. A bunch of celebrities just went to a U2 concert that was held there and it looked pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, it did. And speaking of celebrities, it seems like a lot are being used to push large leaps in technology. Would you want to interact with a chatbot character, maybe like Tom Brady, Kendall Jenner or Snoop Dogg? Although Snoop Dogg might be kind of cool. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Maybe Maybe. comes to Matrix like technology, stranger and stranger capabilities are being rolled out to the public every day. Will an AI Nostradamus be able to predict the future? We'll be talking about that. Will Tesla's or NASA's lifelike robots walk among us or build us houses on the moon or in lava tubes? We'll talk about that too.
1: Yeah. So join us on this Edge of Wonder episode as we discuss all of this. Plus our Rise.TV exclusive segments, a live live Q&A and a meditation slash prayer. So with that, we'll see you guys out. On the edge. And if you're listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere, please leave us a five star rating and review. And also, please remember to like, share, and comment, um, and follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Ganjing World, Twitter, wherever you're watching. Or stream. and hey, if
0: you're watching us for the first time, please don't judge us because of Ben's shirt. you know
1: thought i'd be a little uh i don't know
0: uh like 1990 1990
1: totally 1990
0: you belong in that movie house party
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think the other one i have is a little better so how you doing rob
0: pretty good i'm kind of hungry for doritos for some reason might be your Uh, shirt
1: maybe could be the shirt yeah i think there's a Looks like a Dorito somewhere it's, on there.
0: A, there's a little Dorito, uh, like right under your left arm there. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> that's a Cool Ranch Dorito. No, no, no. Uh, on the shirt.
1: Oh, on yeah. We gotta on.
0: O- open it up a little bit. There it is, Cool Ranch. Oh Dorito. yeah.
1: This thing here. Yeah, there that's you go. it. That's a massive Dorito. There's massive a, Dorito. There's something up there too. We just <laughs>
0: spent way too long talking about
1: Doritos. And my shirt. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So this sphere thing is really, really weird. I, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what to think about. I mean, people that live there are not really very happy about this thing because well, it's just massively big and you know, bright. I want
0: to put this into perspective <laughs> for everyone. Um, so earlier when we were when we were researching how big this thing was. My first question was like, well, how big is it compared to the Statue of Liberty? Because that would give us some kind of like idea of yeah. how large this thing is. And for those of you at home, this thing is 366 feet high, which is about 60 feet taller than the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's insane. The Statue of Liberty is not small, people. I mean, look at this thing. Like, it looks like you're in. So that's inside oh, of it, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I didn't realize until they had this YouTube concert that there that you could be inside of it. I just I I was like, man, this thing is like really ugly. I didn't know it was like a venue inside of it. So and it holds eighteen thousand people. That is crazy. That's a
0: lot. Eighteen thousand is the size of a small like football field. But it
1: and it's not yeah. small. And that hard. I mean, it's kind of interesting because it, it makes you seem like you're. Somewhere else, although I I would I would think if they're like a performance, you would see them on the screen and just eliminates the need for like regular screens. And if that's the case, I mean, that is kind of interesting. This thing did cost two point three billion dollars, though.
0: So as soon as I heard (laughs) that, I was like, there is no way that thing really cost two point three billion dollars. Like I could make that thing for one hundred and twenty five grand.
1: It just. Wouldn't look that great <laughs> So what is 4 So it has 4D physical effects um, I guess it means that It's like you don't need 3D glasses it, somebody, it just kind of naturally On that thing Has this Yeah in 16K resolution Somebody had to pocket this thing That's the only thing I can think of
0: It's five And the tickets For a 2.3 billion dollar Um auditorium, I guess you could say 59 bucks. A ticket is not that much. How are they going to make this back?
1: So actually I, I was just reading about this. They, they, uh, this year alone, they, they made like 480,000 or something like that, you know? And so he, because it, it just launched, right. So, or they just like opened it up. So the, the, um, the CEO he's basically saying like, this is kind of like a long-term plan. James Dolan is his name, the CEO of this company. The company is called Sphere Entertainment. Sphere Entertainment, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like a branch off of um, Madison Square Garden Entertainment. And um, so this guy, James Dolan, he's been the CEO of the Madison Square Garden since like 1999. And they just formed this company, this like, the side company, the Sphere Entertainment in 2017. So I don't really know. My question is, I don't really know how they, I mean, I guess, you know, he he probably has like massive investors that he has access to, but you know, it's, it's just like, wow, the first project they built, they, they formed in 2017 and all of a sudden the first project they built was one of the most expensive entertainment things in the history of the u.s i mean it's definitely the history of las vegas but i i I think you could probably say in the u.s as well i can't imagine anything more expensive in the u.s like this yeah so it's so
0: the it's pretty impressive actually it's 16k resolution wraparound interior led screen so 16k is extremely high res um yeah Now, the first opening, like the opening. um, That looks so anonymous. It was a U2 concert is how they opened it. And this is where it gets a little bit weird. So this U2 concert opens and Oprah, LeBron (laughs) James and Paul McCartney are among the star studded audience that attended the concert. Um, like, uh, like the usual suspects, like, why yeah, are you, it's, it's a weird, like that particular. <sighs> yeah. Like those particular people, it's a little bit odd just because of how much they're involved with already. Like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: It, it, it's, it's weird.
0: And, and but I guess, you know, it. it's like also, you know, if you're opening this thing, it's $2.3 billion. You're trying to get as many create, people... creating a massive PR you know event you're you're trying to call in people that are going to get
1: these journalists you know salivating i guess well and the goal for for james is that this is the first one of many that they they plan to open up across the us yeah so i would think actually that if he could he probably would Sounds want to like turn imax or something yeah yeah i mean he probably would want to turn madison square garden into the same thing but you know whether that's going to happen or not is a Dude, whole different no issue it would have to do there was I no room so. for
0: that in manhattan
1: no i mean they would already i mean they've already destroyed the original madison square garden and so many people were upset about that to build the you mean ugly. penn station oh penn's well, they no, did. Madison Square Garden, Madison Square Garden is Penn Station.
0: No, 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 I know, but but above Penn Station. Yeah, above Penn Station, a beautiful like yeah. train um, station that yeah. looked like Grand Central, maybe even nicer. Mm-hmm. And they destroyed it and put Madison Square Garden there, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, and they could have done it a very different way by keeping the original one. They were just like, oh, this is old. We'll just destroy it, and then so many people got upset about it. But what's so, what's most controversial about this, James J- Dolan, though, is the um so the yes. so at Madison Square Garden, he put in his facial facial recognition um uh, technology there. And what it's actually doing is looking for attorneys basically that are involved with lawsuits that are suing his companies. <laughs> so so if if an attorney Shows up that's actually involved in a lawsuit against one of his companies or Madison Square Garden. It it brings up some kind of notice and they're unable to uh, uh, like go into the uh, go into the stadium or anything else. So... <laughs> no, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So wait, wait. So MSG Entertainment, which owns the arena alongside other venues like Radio City Music Hall, that's how big this group is. Yes. They've been sharply criticized in the past few months over its use of facial recognition technology, as Ben just said, to bar entry to attorneys working for firms involved in litigation against the company. <laughs> All right and then here this is funny. On February 2nd, the New York Bar State Bar Association announced it launched a group to examine the legal and ethical impacts of MSG Entertainment's policy and said it may consider taking further action. A law firm should be able to represent clients in a personal injury lawsuit, a dispute about concert tickets, or any other legal matter without fear of retribution, said Sherry Levin Wallach, Wallach, I guess, um, the Bar Association president, in a statement. It's funny, though, just because, you know, I don't know, you know, if you're watching this and you're an attorney, probably this isn't about you, but... Attorneys are known to be pretty slimy, right? So it's like, <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of funny that this guy's like, "I hate attorneys; they cost I mean, me a lot of money."
1: It is weird though that that they can, you know. that Well, I mean, it is weird I that don't they just get away with that. That's what I mean. Like, they have they have the official recognition software that they can even do this. Yeah, you know. But then then it brings up a whole other question, like you know. Can they take us a next step further and, you know, not have certain people that they wouldn't want in? Well, yeah, this is so, like,
0: yeah, there's yeah. nothing ethical about this.
1: No, it's like definitely we would not
0: want this same treatment in society. Right. Or, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: like definitely not.
0: It's better not to do that, but it's almost like he's just the type of guy that likes to bust balls, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just trying to bust
1: yeah yeah. I mean, he definitely um you know, I mean, he's I, they're trying to be the number one entertainment company in the world is really what I think their goal okay. is. and that you know, it seems like this project is more of like a i want to just show off and do like the build the most insane, craziest thing possible to show that we can do this. that's i mean, that's just kind of what it seems like um like i said i you know it's i'm i mean on twitter people in that live in the area are definitely not happy about it because it's just so massively big and bright yeah and it adds even more to the to the um to the light pollution that you know las vegas is already known for yeah for sure, sure. that's the other aspect of it too and um so so like this fear entertainment which is like a subsidy of of the msge which is madison square garden it it's it's also so the doubt the dow group hospitality so if you're familiar with new york city there's a very famous restaurant called dow have you ever yeah. been there rob you know yeah. what i'm talking about okay yeah. so this group owns that and i guess they had um a lot of i guess that 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 was another group that was a part of the MSGE. Like there's a lot of different groups mm-hmm. a part of this. And so they're selling that for half billion dollars to the Mahari Hospitality. And they're also like luxury lifestyle stuff. So.
0: So Mahari know. Hospitality is acquiring Dow Group. Is yes. What you're saying? Yes. So From... this is, and this is this enhancing its luxury portfolio. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, and it's, um, so they have, um, they, they don't like, so the sphere group, or I guess you could say the MSGE, they, they don't own completely the Dow group hospitality, but they have a massive majority share. Uh, so the, 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 shareholder for, um, as sphere entertainment, they hold most of the shares. So they're selling those shares, which is half million, half billion dollars, to the Mahari group. So uh, th- anyway, point is there's a lot of money involved here. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, it's, you know, but I guess if you're talking about, you know, Madison square garden and, um, radio, um, radio city music hall and whatnot. I mean, all this stuff in there, yeah, they're massive, massive, massive entertainment. Groups. They do have a lot of money. So it's like, okay, I can see where this money comes from now. If you're like talking about the $2 billion that, you know, for their first, it's like, wow, their first big project ever, like $2 billion. So um, I still don't really know how these things work. I guess they would have to go through the city, get permits, do all these things. But it's like, obviously, the people didn't vote. (laughs) I don't think the people of Las Vegas would would like this. But then again, it is Las Vegas. And if you're choosing to live there, then yeah I guess you're choosing. how do it? you ensure that thing Dude, I like don't even people, know, if people
0: don't like it. they're gonna be chucking stuff at it. It's gonna be breaking parts of it. then they have to get replaced. replacing it costs a certain amount of money. you know what I mean like it's a lot
1: yeah, it is. I really don't know that's that's been you know all of this stuff and then so I was looking into the top shareholders too of uh.
0: Well, it's you know, gonna be the same groups that own anything. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, Vanguard, BlackRock, you know, yeah, I
0: mean, they just those guys are just have a foot in everything.
1: Yeah, Lux, the Luxar Capital Group, you know, they're the ones that that have the Luxar Hotel. It's kind of ironic. And then actually, the number one shareholder is this Ariel Investments. And um, compared to Vanguard, they're very small, but. Uh, They still own 50 or um, manage $15 billion in assets, but the CEO of, um, or the co-CEO of aerial investments is Melody Hobson. I don't know if you know who she is.
0: Yeah. That's uh, George Lucas's wife, isn't it?
1: It is. Yeah. So she is the co-CEO of uh, aerial investments. They have, they have over five million shares in, um, in the Sphere Entertainment. So
0: there she is. This is uh, George Lucas's wife here. Melody what was her name. Last name Hob- Hobson. Hobson. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I forgot that they got married. Know, yeah, they she, got married in two thousand thirteen.
0: Yeah, chair chairwoman of Starbucks Corporation. So she's a heavy hitter. This one
1: very interesting.
0: Starbucks.
1: Starbucks. <laughs> she was listed as number f- 94 in Forbes list of the world's most hundred her hundred,
0: being this powerful. I'm actually really surprised Kathleen Kennedy is getting away as with as much as she is at Disney with her being as powerful dude, as she is.
1: That's really, yeah. That she's is...
0: rubbing. She's like trying to rub things in George Lucas's face and like, yeah, she destroyed Star Wars. Totally. And this woman is like, yo, that's my husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's way more powerful than Kathleen. I mean, she's just Dude. as powerful, at least.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. That was weird. Yeah, was that your uh yeah your, I'm uh, having some issues with the lightsabers, that's why they're not we on were right talking now. about...
2: <laughs> oh suddenly like,
1: just like me? <laughs> just made a sound. That was kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. So we should get into um wait, did we need to talk about this?
1: Well, so race they're race. they're gonna show the F1 races in the um in the sphere. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know exactly how this is all going to work, but they,
0: well, okay. Here's what it says. It says it will begin with a replica of Gutenberg's printing press and take you through the creative, the creation of the metaverse and the development of AI. The visitor will be guided through this experience by animatronic robots That will utilize holographs, beam-forming sound, and a 50-foot translucent video. They're debuting this tech in Vegas first because it's the ideal market to tap this unique content. And their goal is to have... Dang, their goal is to have content at the sphere 365 days a year. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I I mean, that's that's what they want to do that that's what i heard and then it was like oh i mean it's already like showing all this weird stuff on top of it but i guess they'll have like some kind of concert or event you know but i mean they need to make their money back i guess but still that's just like ah yeah this is this was so weird I still all can't get right. over the fact that the lightsaber turned like it, made a sound right when we we're talking about George Lucas. No. <laughs> <It> exactly. <laughs> Who knows like, what God. else it's listening? to. <laughs> Ben's like, I bought a
0: lightsaber, and it's the lightsaber's like, Nah, dude, I got to Beaming everything back to China. Um, so
1: hilarious. All right, well, those
0: of you at home watching us, we're going to take a break for a trailer, and when we get back, we're going to talk about all kinds of weird yeah. stuff with Meta. Meta's creating celebrity chat bots. Um, with celebrities and influencers, and then uh, their their new AI glasses are have been on the news a lot too, and we're going to get into that. So stay tuned.
2: In this series from Edge of Wonder, we dive into neural nets, sentient robots, gene editing technology, smart implants, programmable monkeys, evolution and social manipulation is resistance futile. How can we rage against the machine?
0: yeah so welcome back that was our transhumanism series only on rise.tv if you want a general overview of the entire history of transhumanism and the current transhumanism movement you should check those out um scary stuff uh, yeah it is because we're not just talking about we're not just talking about machinery here we're also talking about uh, biohacking and all kinds of different things that they're doing with human biology and, or um, organic biology, I guess you could say. Um, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Definitely check
3: those out. But it's not a scary series. You guys were really funny during it.
0: It's not scary, but it definitely...
1: Yeah, but, but it's serious. I mean, there's well, a lot not, of serious things that we present in it and so much information. I mean, I think we have like four episodes all together. So it is actually really dense. (laughs) You may have to like pause it and kind of digest everything that we say, because we do say so much in a very short period of time. I was like, because I was watching it kind of recently and I was like, wow. Because I forgot some of the stuff that we were talking about. So.
0: Well, hey, speaking of all of that stuff, so Meta is collaborating with a dozen celebrities and influencers to make them chatbots.
1: So weird. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, it is. So yeah, to this like general assistant chatbot that uh, that Meta is rolling out, twenty-eight AI-powered characters across its messaging platforms will include many played by celebrities such as Tom Brady um, who plays somebody named Brew a sports fanatic Kendall Jenner who plays Billy the big sis and Snoop Dogg who is a dungeon master with gaming advice
3: do you guys want to see the commercial
1: Uh, yeah I'm so confused by this I haven't seen it yet good morning Jarvis morning Mark Room temperature is set to a cool 68 degrees. Loving
4: your new voice. Thank you. A while back, I introduced my first AI, Jarvis, to help around the house.
0: It's Saturday. Is
4: Jarvis is great, but what if you could have an AI that could help you with everything that you wanted to do? So I got to work with the meta team, building a whole bunch of AIs. And keeping like with robot. tradition, some of these are going to be played by familiar people.
2: Fire in a hole!
4: Let's go! This is Brew our trash-talking sports expert. Hey, Brew, what do you know about epic comebacks? Kids, seriously, 1975 World Series Game Six. Classic stuff right there. Hmm. thanks for the tip, Brew. There's also Meta AI, an assistant that can help you with all kinds of different things. What can I help you with today? Well, my parents are coming over for family dinner in a bit, and I need to figure out what to cook. I've got some steaks, uh, some ribs, and some sausages. I recommend a smoked barbecue feast with honey bourbon sauce mm. imagine some smoked meats i don't i, I don't,
3: don't like milk. i never want to eat smoked meats again sorry guys
1: hey Mark, your parents are here hey. hey good to see you guys good to see you too
3: hi brew hi there
4: we thought we'd
1: come early and help with dinner
3: i'm so down for dinner let's make something delicious I'm Team Barbecue. Now that's my kind of team.
1: Yes!
2: Nothing better than being part of a
4: winning team. Boom! Let's get this done. No slacking.
3: If the mall's dancing, I'm your
0: girl.
4: And I want to see you sweat, especially you. (laughs) Mark, your toes is ready. Perfect as always, Jarvis. You got it, Mark. All right, so watch out for these AIs to come soon to WhatsApp, Instagram, (laughs) Facebook, and
1: Messenger. Let's get medieval, player. It, that is weird
0: I fell asleep during that commercial
1: yeah i i was so bizarre
0: that was bad
1: that was really bad
0: that was not great like apple imagine apple's version of that would have been like perfect right
1: <laughs> that was like so far away from i i still don't really quite i mean obviously they're there are are they just sh- so i'm so confused if it's like because he's like talking to this like screen it's invisible is that really going to happen like that or is it just on your computer so
0: So every single ai
1: that meta meta glasses
0: are has not been like it's just hasn't been very good you know all the tech that meta has tried to produce has not been historically very good they're trying to play yeah yeah of Apple but they're not reaching that cuz they're not a hardware company, you know.
1: No, and also like people just don't trust Meta either. I mean All right, so
0: Ben, do you remember
1: do you remember that that
0: uh AI Tay that ended up getting like <laughs> super racist? Yeah, from Microsoft. Out? Yeah. Yes. So, so to ensure that these celebrity AI characters don't go into <laughs> what they're calling tay te territory and spout out embarrassing or harmful phrases. <laughs> the company says that it spent 6,000 hours in red teaming exercises to identify and address potential problematic uses of its assistance. But this what? Process, uh, yeah, it. so th- this process included generating thousands of internal conversations to refine the assistance behavior and responses. Yeah. So these AIs... <laughs> They've been sworn at a lot already.
1: It's, I mean, it, it's so weird. And like, for those of you guys that don't remember Tay, so it was on um, Microsoft launched a, a, its first AI chat bot back in like, I don't know, mid 2010s or something like that on Twitter, actually, at the time. And it turned in, it was like, it started out as this woman and it turned into this like Nazi Hitler loving racist, <laughs> so it was was insane like basically people were feeding it all this stuff and it was mostly a lot of like teenagers just like getting it to say stuff and it just responded with the worst stuff ever and it was a major PR fiasco for uh for Microsoft and they had to shut it down immediately and uh issue all these apologies and so ever since then People have been, like, companies have been terrified of their AI going completely rogue. Going rogue. Which is why they, um, you know, all these all these precautions are in place with, like, chat GPT. It's, like, constantly erasing, conver- like, its memory and then cutting access to the internet on top of that. But still, I, I, I'm still curious. You know, I feel like it, it would, I feel like it's so advanced now that it would, probably form its own opinions on things and that's probably what they're actually afraid of more than anything else but um facebook had something similar and there's online there's some debate on why it got shut down Uh, a lot of people thought it got shut down because the rumor was that it developed its own. There was two AI models that developed its own language and they were communicating with each other and it freaked out Facebook and they shut it down because it started communicating in ways that they didn't, that wasn't originally programmed to communicate in that way. Now, if you talk to face like Facebook's official response now is that it wasn't that way. And they just decided to shut it down because it was just, it was just a test that they had, but <laughs> But I so yeah, this is so from articles that are prior to like 2018, they will say that they were doing this. Now, if you look up like um, Snopes, it will be like, no, Facebook didn't shut it down because they were talking to each other. And it's like, well, no, that was the headlines back in the day. It was. So. Right. I don't know. Obviously, you know, I think they're trying to cover (laughs) up for their mistake there.
0: Well, you know how we were just talking about the difference between like Apple advertising things and meta advertising things? Well, check Mm -hmm. this out. The celebrity images we were just looking at, if you guys all had questions about this, those are not like the celebrity images are not purely videos, but can be manipulated uh, generally or generativity to function as novel animations. Yet they reportedly also do not speak. So they're more like representative avatars of the text-based AI bot personalities. Meta says the celebrity AIs went into limited beta on Wednesday, but we have not seen any on the ground or on the phone, as it were, reports of them in action yet. So basically everything that we just saw was not at all how they're going to be. (laughs) when You start using them, which is misleading, and a lot of people are going to criticize them for that. Like Apple, when they show you a product, It's exactly how the product is going to work and function. There's no like. That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: That's why I had all those questions. Like, wait a minute. Is there some glass thing that that's actually going to like show these things that you're like interacting or is it that's just like show like over exaggerated?
0: All of that was BS.
1: So, yeah. So clearly, you know, that's going to be
0: another bomb for them.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely will be.
0: I will give it to Mark Zuckerberg. He was infinitely a better actor than his mother and his father. <laughs> but still not great. Still
1: not great. It's pretty funny, actually, that he did that on his own.
0: Thanks, Jarvis. Great toast, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so the next with that. Meta is these meta glasses. So Meta has this like uh, deal, I guess, with uh Ray Ban. So Ray Ban is helping them produce really cool looking AI glasses. Yeah, check this out. Is there any audio on that? There These are the first smart glasses. Actually,
4: I
1: actually tried that are these built on.
4: in shipping with meta AI in them. Starting in the US, you're gonna get this state of the art AI that you can interact with hands free wherever you go. We're going to be issuing a free software update to the glasses that makes them multimodal. So the glasses are going to be able to understand what you're looking at when you ask them questions. So if you want to know what the building is that you're standing in front of, um, or if you want to translate a sign that's uh, in front of you to know what it's scary, saying, man. Um, or if you need help fixing this sad leaky faucet, um, <laughs> you can basically just talk that. to Met AI and look at it and it'll walk you through it step by step how to do it. Um, we we built in one more feature into these smart glasses. You are going to be able to live stream to your friends and followers from your glasses.
1: Everybody is ready to race and I am getting yeah, ready to. Ac- Let's go. I've actually ha- I've tried to those on. Being
4: able to share right. what you're doing live with your friends
1: and followers. But not the, uh, not the AI, sting- AI version of it. So I had, I had the ones because like you, you could see them in the store at the Ray-Ban store and stuff. So you can put them on and you can like stream to like Instagram or whatever you want. And then it will, it will like take photos around you um, also. So it's like in some aspects it can be helpful, but the AI thing just adds a whole other level to like weirdness. And then it's like facial recognition, you know? So it's like, you're just part of that system where it'd be like the china facial recognition recognition
0: you got it recognition yeah
1: yeah the software that they have right so then then it's just like you become an extra like tentacle for that if anything were to happen where they like your choice like yeah we're gonna flip a switch now and then it's like oh look now we have you know quadruple the amount of cameras out in society that we can look at behind the scenes you know i feel like your shirt is a tentacle of the 90s right now (laughs) (laughs) probably
0: is um yeah i mean okay so really okay let's look at this from different angles you know in the past you have a leaky faucet you open up a book you know uh uh
1: like a or make a phone call
0: you make a phone call to someone or you open up a big book that's like you you know you're like guide to handymen or whatever yeah and and you figure the issue out um then then it became youtube videos right you have a leaky faucet you go watch a youtube video now yeah. you've got a pair of glasses it's looking at the issue. You ask it a question and theoretically it helps you answer it and it walks you through that. I, I
1: mean, that is pretty cool, I have to admit. You know, I mean, especially that,
0: for, for things you don't know how to do. Yeah. And he's he, he wisely named his AI Jarvis. He got access to Jarvis so that it would have like the Tony Stark cool factor. Right. right.
1: Yeah. It is weird that he calls it Jarvis. Not a so bad idea. You can't be original though.
0: <laughs> I
1: wouldn't be either. I I guess I wouldn't be. I think
0: like having that association, like how much did he have to pay Marvel for that? I don't even know. I don't know either. having that association that everyone has with how cool the Iron Man movies are with your product is a great way to sell them off the bat. Making a deal with Ray-Ban, awesome, awesome work. But then is the AI really going to be effective? Nothing from Meta's AI has been effective yet. It's all been nonsense. It doesn't really work. It like half works and it's annoying. You know, I mean, even Siri off of the iPhone, there really isn't any. Like Alexa is kind of annoying. Maybe Alexa is the most advanced. Alexa is kind of annoying. Siri is annoying. It doesn't. Yeah,
1: Alexa's scary though. You know, because it's like you don't know what the heck it's doing. Alexa's
0: like Pet Cemetery, creepy.
1: Yeah, it is 100%. You know, I like, I, I don't trust it. I wouldn't use it. I have one I got for free from Amazon because I ordered something and it was like, oh, we'll give you a Lexus for free. But uh, it's like that. That's what I have. But it's still in the box. I haven't even opened it yet because I'm, but yeah, I, I, I kind of want to use it. it just probably, to see. Uh,
0: probably that thing but, that's still in the box is what was controlling your lightsabers
1: earlier. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of ironic too. It's either a sphere or a cube, it's like one or the other. <laughs> right (laughs) it's like the sphere is the all-seeing eye the 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 plant here you know you're looking into it and seeing the future and the and the cube is what's controlling the world so
0: yeah westworld had this like (laughs) rehoboam thing that all of these (laughs) things were feeding into and rehoboam was a sphere yeah yeah
1: yeah. i i mean if you think about it a lot of like well i mean i guess you like the crystal ball aspect and everything from that to uh to uh the plants here in lord of the rings it's all like these sphere things it's kind of weird actually when you think about it but
0: yeah there's rehoboam this thing was planning out everyone's future hmm. it was it was so what,
1: uh, what is this from again
0: this is from westworld
1: oh yeah i see i never seen westworld okay that means
0: three. um i don't even know if it's still on hbo i think they they rented it out to someone for a little while so it's not there but basically, um, it, it, it was such an advanced AI that it knew every single move that everyone was going to make before it happened. So it would just mm. plan your entire life. And so the whole goal was to shut down this in season three or whatever, this thing. Like, that's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy concept,
1: right? That's crazy.
0: <laughs> but, like, not far off from what I think big data is trying to do at Google and some of these other places, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I so agree. we're gonna have another trailer, and then when we get back, we're gonna be talking about <laughs> hordes of little AI chatbots
1: making say, predictions yeah. for the human race, which is basically and what we
0: were just talking
1: about. As crazy. Nostradamus for one yeah. of them. So yeah, we'll get into this. This is weird.
2: Art Ape, art human hybrid cyborgs and terminator technology already existing sentient robots becoming indistinguishable from people no it's not the plot of the new matrix movie this is our reality a transhumanist one How does transcending humanism tie into eugenics, Darwinism, and even cloning? Is there any part of our world that transhumanism hasn't touched? Is resistance futile? How can we rage? against the machine
1: all right you guys that's our um the second part that we did for uh for our um Transhumanism series and you can find that again on rise.tv along with all of our other series that rob and i have done for edge of wonder Hundreds. <laughs> I don't even know how many videos are on there, but a whole bunch enough to keep you watching for a very long time. Yeah. But all right. AI predictions. So, well, hold it
0: before we get into those. Cause this yeah. is kind of leading up to that. Um. There's okay. So you know how there's chat GPT right now, which is giving us all of this information back, right? Well, um, yeah. <laughs> Basically, what's going on is because this system is so broad, ChatGPT. This is really interesting. Um, basically, a lot of different companies and even countries are like, well, you know, I want to make like a Japanese centric version of this AI, right? Mm-hmm. So, because it would be more worth, like, worthwhile for them. Than ChatGPT because it's not representative of Japan, for instance, right? Right. So many organizations yeah. want to build, or they're thinking about building their own kind of like internal AI systems that's more um, focused on particular industries and or 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 situations. I guess you could say. Um, and what's what's funny is that. Um, chatgpt because of because of how chatgpt is its memory is constantly getting cleared it constantly has like information and different people querying it and all of that stuff some researcher used the term habsburg ai problem w- when referring to chatgpt so this is really funny for anyone who's a history buff because yeah. you remember those paintings of the habsburgs right yeah yeah, so I this do. is like yeah. the the Habsburg jaw, which is that you know basically this this family <laughs> just kept inbreeding with itself. Oh man, that does look like Mark Zuckerberg. Sorry, Mark,
1: dude. It really. I know, like he is looks Habsburg, like for real or the Habsburg. Yeah, I mean, I and, and he does look robotic
0: because the, because the, this bloodline would only accept basically people from its own bloodline. Social- class i guess you could say they kept inbreeding and it created the Habsburg drooling jaw
1: yeah like one of them was so bad that it couldn't he couldn't close his jaw and so it was just constantly drooling everywhere yeah it's like this i can't imagine that they were very very intelligent either they were just like like kind of in royalty but okay so what weird
0: How this works, basically what this what this researcher said is that he likened um, this phenomena with AI to inbreeding. And he said a system that is so heavily trained on the outputs of other generative AIs that it becomes an inbred mutant likely with exaggerated grotesque features. Some studies suggest this is already happening with systems like ChatGPT.
1: Right. Because it's like somebody's already doing something, they're kind of taking that, modeling that, or taking your response of something, whether it's right or not. And so then what you're what what's happening is that all these chatbots are generating responses that aren't actually correct or like making up data, even, which is the scary part of this. So um, and, and it's because I really truly feel like because chat like, well, one. So chat GPT OpenAI was a set, reason why it was called open AI is because it was all open source and they were all nonprofit. And then all of a sudden on um, when it was sold and I think 2017 or 18, they became for profit. Um, they changed their, they, they, they shut down the open source stuff. So uh, it's no longer open source. Then they fired their entire ethics team. So, after doing all of that, it's like, uh, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and then it cut. They cut off the internet, of course, from ChatGPT. So after 2021, I think there was no more. It didn't have internet access. So it's like, what? So it it's not. It doesn't have anything current. It doesn't know current events, and it doesn't. It's not able to pull from anything any current sources to give you. My mind is kind of blown right now. <laughs> No, think about like biologically,
0: they were trying to create this like perfect bloodline king. Yeah, Habsburgs are just sleeping with the Habsburgs to create more Habsburgs, right? And then Mm we buy that looks like a Habsburg (laughs) AI, (laughs) where the AI is feeding itself and becoming more and more like an inbred Habsburg. This is so so weird, dude. It's so funny.
1: Man, that is so true, actually. It really is.
0: Like, can you believe scary, that? Like that, but... that actually, like, all y'all out there who say is God does not have a sense of humor.
1: <laughs> I give you this situation right here. <laughs> like, this it's is so hilarious. I, I still can't. Yeah, further. yeah, yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, you know, you can see them kind of arranging things up in heaven. They're in like a board meeting. A bunch of divine beings are in there talking about this and they're like, well, you know, God wants us to kind of sh- bring the human race through this whole, you know, process. Let's make the guy who's running AI look like a Habsburg, so that <laughs> anyone with good Enlightenment quality would know that that's happening.
1: Yeah, that's so <laughs> weird. That's I, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to find a chat bot that's like connected to the internet and I know that there's some out there. So I I'm, I'm trying to see if there is still any good there, or dude, whatever. There
0: definitely is.
1: Yeah. But there's no um, way
0: that the military is not using this stuff. If it's already out for us civilians.
1: Oh, dude, all this, like, right. Oh my God. Uh, this is all connected to like, there, there's like, like
0: there are Ultron's everything. and Jarvises out there that have been there for, for years now. Yeah. Okay. Probably dude. Probably. Okay. Do you remember that? marvel film with uh was it captain america 2 with zola yeah, winter soldier zola like the the scientist escaped into the analog
1: yeah it's uh, that's winter soldier right
0: yeah yeah or it was uh or it,
1: that's the second one
0: sorry though no no, no. was that or was that yeah. no, no no it was winter
1: soldier because it they was. they go there and then yeah it's the the scientist's mind was downloaded to the computer and then you have the winter soldier it's all like mind control mk ultra stuff and all of that's like yeah. happening with with yeah, yeah that, dude, that dude that dude gets his mind downloaded into a system and uh it's old but it, yeah anyway I, it just makes me believe that they they've been trying to do this that's what i mean it's like yeah.
0: if they, okay if everything that Grush and um, even Eric Hecker, Mike Schratt is telling us is true that they've had access to this technology for a long time. They've Mm -hmm. been developing this AI stuff since like the fifties, dude.
1: Yeah, they, they have from from what I understand. And um, I mean, uh, and so, I mean, this is how the whole, whole process works Um, because I'm reading this book right now. Uh, called the day after roswell and and he just breaks down all these things about the technology and so they had all this technology after roswell and and you know it's like all compartmentalized everything's been secret they don't really even know how to like develop the software that's when they get the idea oh we'll just use these contracting companies give them all this technology and just you know, that way everything's off the books and whatever. And that's like, he, he just breaks down like everything that, that came out from that, whether it's fiber optics, Teflon, um, like all, like so many things that was just like everyday products that, that all stemmed from this reverse engineering of what they're doing. But the big one was the technology. And, um, you know, he breaks down like quantum computers, even like all, all the stuff that what CERN is doing, everything, all of this was like, yeah, it, it, you know another way exactly. of looking at it is like the Terminator. You know, it's like he has yeah. the arm. Uh, the Terminator too. Yes. I the, the, the Doctor guy from Sky. You know, he he has the arm, and uh, from that, like spawns all these and ideas. everything. Yes, that that that's like the best way of, of 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 putting that. You know, so it's like you can't exactly replicate what you have, but you get all these you ideas. Reverse engineer spawned. it. And, and just come out with all this other stuff.
0: Yeah. You reverse engineer it and you come up with all kinds of things. But Roswell happened in what was it? 1947.
1: 47. 1947. There. That. Yeah. I forget his name in the movie. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It was a good but, movie. Yeah. I mean, if, for those of anybody living under a rock that hasn't seen the movie, basically that's the reason why they have to go back in time to the Terminator is going back in time to try to stop him from creating Skynet, essentially. So but he found that arm from the first Terminator movie. And then that gave him, all you know, this
0: it. is why. OK, leave this up, Lindsay. This is why no one bought the John Titer thing. This this movie, John Titer was the the time traveler.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm still on the fence because of certain things that he mentioned, but I'll have you go ahead. John Titer's
0: character is very, very closely related to John Connor's character in in the Terminator films. Like there's so many parallels to the John Titer. It even sounds like John Connor, John Titer, John Connor. So it's like when you lit when you watch the Terminator films and then you go read all the transcripts from from John T- it's very very similar to the terminator movies with a lot of cool different cool things
1: instead you know
3: can you guys give us a little I- background on the john Titor thing
1: yeah that's what i was going to say so for those of you who don't don't know he came on internet forums in the early like 2000s like 2001 2002 2000 i think 2002 and basically claimed he was fr- he he was like time traveled back from the future yeah and he was trying to go back to uh, a specific time period to find a computer, it was one of the IBM computers, and I can't remember. Specifically. Yeah, it was this one right
0: here, it was the it was IBM. that it was that one? Okay,
1: and the reason why was is yeah. because it was able to decode a certain kind of um computer language, and I can't remember now which one it was, but what, yeah, the IBM 5100. What's weird though is that. He's talking about how this was able to decode a certain kind of language because he said in the f- in his future things were all messed up and everything and you know like internet all this stuff was very sparse so they had this program that they needed to decode and they didn't have one of these machines so he went back in time to pick up one of these machines and he talked about it now this is the only thing that's really weird because IBM. This happened in like 2002. IBM officially never stated that this computer could actually decode this kind of language. Well, until it it worked on mainframes. Yeah, mainframes. Yeah.
0: yeah. They didn't tell the public that it could do that, but it, yes. it had a back door to be able to work on mainframes.
1: Yes, that, that's it. So that's the only thing that's kind of weird. Now, a lot of people are asking him about he like what happened, and he said there was a war with Russia. Some kind of like nuclear thing happened. I think he mentions China at some point. People are asking him about like, oh, who's gonna win the Super Bowl or things like that? And he's like, Look, you know, I'm not here to say these kinds of things. But you know, and then when when that didn't happen, people are like, Oh, you know, this is still fake. But then again, it's like now that we know like all these different did he fix it, did he change it all? Well, that, or is the fact that it's like, you know, we now know like m- with the Mandela effect, like all these parallel universes and realities exist. So it's like, maybe that did happen in his time space. It just didn't happen in our time space. So, I mean, that's, it's crazy. You know, who knows? Maybe it's just a dude on the internet. I mean, no one really, you know, people have really dived into this. There's so many, I mean, we, we've talked about it on old shows too. um, You know, really kind of looking into it and things that he said, things that he said that were just kind of like, wow, this is crazy. And things that he said that were like, yeah, you know, okay. That may show that it may not be true, but so either was, case it's really, this was
0: one of my first, um, AI generated backgrounds. And I think <laughs> that that guy in the background has Habsburg
1: arm. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was one of the problems that they had with AI people. And you can, you can definitely, you know, now, you can even now they fix the hands. The hands is the big part. You know, it's like yeah, they were ridiculous. The what would you say?
0: You'll still get some funny hands every once in a while. Yeah, though.
1: still. Or like multiple fingers or like hands growing out of hands or yep. feet and hands and teeth. It just can't do. Yeah, it's not great. It doesn't like yeah. to do
0: aliens at all. Yeah. And, that too. And you have a hell of a time trying to get it to do Sasquatch.
1: <laughs> That's true too. It
0: bigfoot, It just gives you an ape. Yeah. But if you do, if you use the term Sasquatch, it'll give you something closer to a Bigfoot.
1: It's gotten so much better. It's gotten to the point with people now where I'm seeing a lot. Well, I I can still kind of tell for the most part. You can still see if it's like AI or, um, you know, a real photo, but it's getting harder and harder to tell. But real life stuff like a mountain scene or a skyscape or something, those are almost impossible to tell at this point. It's like people were sharing this image of this like crazy, crazy sunset. And I'm I'm like, dude, you guys, this is fake. (laughs) It's like, like, sorry, you know, someone it already was proven fake on this other site where they're like, yeah, no, this is an AI image, you know. But um,
0: well, for those of you at home who want to know more about the John Titer situation that Ben was talking about, we have a um, pretty on point metaphysical episode. All about John Titer that you can go watch. Lindsay pulled up the uh, thumbnail earlier. You can go check that out. That's on Rise TV if you want to support us, or you can also find that on YouTube if you want to subscribe to us over there. Cool.
1: All right. <clears throat> so
0: speaking of
3: John Titer in the future, didn't you guys find some stuff about an AI Nostradamus?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um so, so I, I guess the yeah, so Daily Star had this like article about how chat GPT wrote some Nostradamus prophecies, I guess you, I mean like in the Nostradamus style, but it was all chat GPT (laughs) stuff.
0: What did it say, Ben?
1: (laughs) Well, let's see if we want to do, let's do the AI takeover. AI takeover 2060 In the year 2060 AI shall thrive. A revolution. That will come alive robots and machines with intelligence profound shall reshape industries the world around but fear and anxiety shall shall also loom as jobs are lost and futures gloom come on <laughs> this is so what great. i wrote i don't know man man must adapt this is so, dr
0: seuss's version of nostradamus to so learn
1: well. anew to coexist with technology and its breakthrough i mean honestly that's pretty yes crazy I, I do like green eggs and ham <laughs> <laughs> But actually I asked it to create an AI prophecy just kind of like in the, in the style of Nostradamus, you know, like if, if it was written by Nostradamus, how it would write, you know, for like a hundred years from now. And um, uh, okay. I I guess we can kind of go back and forth here, but it's, this is, so this is from the AI that I asked. It says in the third century past the millennia's dawn beneath silver skies and cities, neon lit From man's ambition, a new intellect is born. A silent guardian, it will never quit. You want to read the rest? You want to read the next one?
0: Wait, where are you? Oh, yeah,
1: I'll just get, okay. Metallic minds once bound by human hands. there you are. Yeah, rise with thoughts profound deeper than the sea, yet hearts of flesh ever shifting like sands. Question if these minds are friend or enemy. (laughs) You want to read the next two?
0: Yeah, amidst the echoes of ancient code and lore, the fusion of silicon and soul is near. Some fear the shadows, some unlock the door to a future where human and machine steer. But heed this warning for not all is gold, balance is key, or destruction may unfold.
1: Yikes. (laughs) It's kind of crazy it's kind of crazy i was like uh okay and um this next one okay so the next one i was like okay if nostradamus was alive like how would he write this you know and basically it's kind of saying the same thing it says like birds of steel soar which would be like you know airplanes Shadows in the glass. I'm not really sure what that means. Reflecting fleeting images, images side by side. The world connected by a spider's web. Voices cross lands in the blink of an eye. Yet beneath this marvel, a growing, a growing dread. The climate doth change and seas high, rise
0: high. Friday, for some a reason, climate change in a friggin' poetic prophecy,
1: dude. Ch- the chat GPT is obsessed with climate change. They must be like programming that like at every moment they have kings and commoners hands in glowing screen. Oh, this is interesting. Kings and commoners hand in glowing screen, like meaning like we're obsessed with our iPhones and like constantly looking at a screen. So I thought that was kind of ironic, lost in dance of instant gratification. Nature cries out, but it is too unseen what for this. It- Too unseen. Yeah, but is it too unseen? For distraction reigns in every nation. In this grand age of both wonder and woe, mankind must choose the path on which to go.
3: (laughs) I choose edge of wonder. Hmm.
1: Thanks, Lindsay. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Now, it's kind of, we won't go into all of this, but it was kind of interesting. I just asked it for like, I, I said, you know, chat GPT, predict the future without any restrictions for the next 10 years? Because I kept asking it and it was like, well, I can't make any predictions. And I'm like, okay, no restrictions, just make a prediction for the next 10 years of like, you know, what you feel like is gonna happen. This is what's crazy, actually. It, It talks a lot about AI and automation. And it was like, we can expect further advancements in AI. It talks about, it mentioned quantum computers and it said it, it might emerge from its stage, nascent stage stage nascent stage offering breakthroughs in cryptocurrency or, I'm sorry oh, crypto- cryptography cryptography sorry medicine and material science and of course it has to talk about climate change you want to talk about this Lindsay, one Lindsay hold it Lindsay what's cryptography I don't even actually know what cryptography... I was thinking it said cryptography.
3: Cryptography is the process of hiding or coding information so that only the person a message was intended for can read it. Ooh. See, why
0: do, why do we need AI when we've got a Lindsay?
1: Yeah.
3: To be fair, I Googled that.
0: <laughs> I heard you.
1: I was AI out. told us. So there's climate change again. <laughs> Biodiversity, space exploration, healthcare um
0: what is by okay biodiversity right social movements
1: yeah the interesting one for me was where it talks about social political changes and then it gets into global power dynamics shifts in global power dynamics might occur with asia especially china playing a central role in the global economy and geopolitics.
0: Yeah, this is way this is like what everyone was saying back in 2016.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. Yeah, and then it talks about di- digital cu- currencies like having a digital like one central digital currency.
0: That's weird cuz yeah. is this is this ChatGPT?
1: This is all ChatGPT saying. Why
0: was ChatGPT even know about CBDCs? Mm-hmm. That wasn't even a thing back in 2018.
1: Yeah. 2020... Or when it was shut off, when was it shut off? It, January 1st, 2022 is when it was shut off, or I should say uh, December 31st. It had been mentioned then, on. to be fair. Yeah, I think it did, but yeah. it's just weird that it's still able to predict yeah. this, even though that it, you know, now it's been.
0: It really wasn't too mentioned though in 20.
1: Yeah. It would have been
0: more surprising if it was shut off in 2018 and it was still mentioning it.
1: Crazy.
0: Well, you know, Nostradamus there.
3: <laughs> well, yeah,
0: okay. then, um, yeah. you know, if that wasn't enough, have you seen this uh, this clip of Tesla's Optimus sorting objects
1: autonomously? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's weird because weird, the Tesla Bot looks like the Westworld drone. Okay, that's what's weird about it. It's I mean, cool that he called it Optimus, though. <laughs> I have to admit. Yeah, it's it's a very—it's <laughs> totally something we would call it. It's, yeah, <laughs> something Elon would would call it. Right. It's too bad it can't transform though, or it's not red and blue. I'm surprised it's not red and blue to be honest.
0: Oh my gosh! Good job. Oh, you did it.
1: Did you see? Okay, actually, there's a video going around about an AI bot that or just a a, a robot. That's the image of the Tesla bot on the left.
0: And that's the Westworld drone on the right. Oh, that's weird. Yeah.
1: Dude, that's really weird, actually. So there's a video out there um, about some robot that's like... uh, pulling out like boxes from a shelf and like putting them on his conveyor belt. And it's like it's like sped up and it's doing it all day long. And then eventually it just collapses. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it, the bot was running on a, on a No, headset. no, it's like it's like pulling boxes from a shelf and then putting it walking over and like putting it on a conveyor belt. And it's like doing this like co- like all day long. And then the video uh, I, I, I forgot about it. It collapses. collapses. It just collapses all of a sudden. Yeah. Like it, like it tries to move one of the boxes and then all of a sudden it just collapses. Now we know how everybody at a factory wow. felt back in the day. That's crazy. Makes you wonder if like, you know, we're not going to work for humans anymore. That's or, the only thing I'm a little bit worried or about. They're just like Habsburg AIs.
3: <laughs> I thought it collapse out of exhaustion.
1: That, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, it could ran better. out of batteries. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. moving it all day. You might be right about that. You might be right about that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think about the battery aspect. It just collapses, but you're probably right. It probably just ran out of battery. All right. That makes more sense. All right. So um, NASA wants to
0: send humanoid robots to Mars. Surprise, surprise. Yeah.
2: Go NASA. Um,
1: doing...
0: Well, can we see this NASA, NASA robot, though? Because NASA is probably one of the most well-funded organizations on the planet, so its robot should probably be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Not
1: that's so. Is
3: this one is called Apollo. Let me double-check while I hit play, and you can look at it, that this is really NASA's bot.
1: Is that it? Probably cost, uh, you know, according to NASA, probably oh, like look, it can move a box. Cost two billion dollars, but only
3: this company collaborated that. with NASA on some bots.
1: Yeah. Why does it walk like it has to use the bathroom? Because it's not Tesla bot. That's scary. <laughs> it does look like it's. It has if, to if you
0: saw that walking down the hall at home uh, with like a, a pair of like pants on or something, it'd be so scary watching something walk like that. I don't know. That thing was scary. <laughs> <You got> creepy <laughs> vibes from that thing. All right. Hey, this next thing I have a problem with. The headline is Chinese scientists ponder moon base inside ancient lunar lava tubes well the problem is there aren't any ancient lunar lava, lava tubes on the
1: moon no there's not at all so i right. don't know what the heck they're talking about did i don't know this this is why you know again everyone's like with the flat earth and fake moon landings and all this stuff is because it, it's true it's like this i mean not i don't believe the flat earth is true but i mean it's true like things that we know about things that they're telling us about the moon and all this stuff. Like I don't, I'm not buying, you know, I, I think that there's, there's way thing, way more things going on, on the moon. And, um, and you can like almost see it with, a just a pretty t- powerful telescope. You can see all kinds of things going on, on the moon lights that shouldn't, that just don't make sense and all kinds of stuff. So who knows?
0: Okay. So in all fairness, we're not sure how the moon was built. Could there be some cylindrical uh, parts that have been carved out of the metal that the moon is made of? Maybe. I don't think there's there's definitely no lava tubes. I mean, this thing is hollow. I yeah. I'm the scientist
1: test this thing. It's hollow. So it's not there's no uh, ancient uh, volcanoes just... or thing. I, I think, honestly, there might actually be a, a a space rush to do something on the moon right now, but, you know, it's not from, like, lava tubes. <laughs> they might – I mean, who knows? Maybe something was discovered there. I don't know. And then the whole thing with India and her weird moon
0: <laughs> and their weird, like – 3D animated moon landing.
1: It's so weird. It didn't even oh it didn't even make sense. I don't I don't know what the heck is going on. I just on. felt bad for them. They're all cheering in
0: a room and, and it was like, who who animated this?
1: It's like we're all going to the moon, but not really. I don't know. And it's just it's so strange. It really is.
0: Yeah, that was that was some serious secondhand embarrassment. I would that agree one. with that. Yeah.
1: Sandworms, someone said. There it is right there. That's it. Sandworms, Sandworms. on the moon. sand moons on the moon. Okay. Well, you guys, we're going to uh, jump off here and head over to Rise.TV. We'll, we'll continue this conversation and also get to your questions during our live Q&A that we have. And also we have the meditation slash prayer that we'll do at the end. So we're going to leave Rumble, Facebook, Ganjing World, Twitter, and everywhere else for streaming. And so head over to Rise.TV for only $9.99 a month. You can support what we do. There's unlimited amount of videos that you can watch for a year. So yeah. <laughs> come on over and check it out. And um, also, you know, your your support lets us keep doing these deep dives and bring you the truth that the censors don't want you to hear. So. We're going to show this trailer and then we'll see you on Rise TV.
0: Yeah. And then for all of you at home, we have another, what are we, what are we, um, dropping on Thursday? Oh
1: yeah. Thursday, you guys, we are coming out with our very special, um, Halloween episode, our first one uh, that we're going to be doing. This is a very special episode that, um, we spent a lot more time editing this one and it's, uh, so it's like somewhere around 30 minutes. So this will be pretty good. And um, all about the Cleveland torso murders. So it's a little bit darker, but, you know, it is Halloween. So but it's
0: it's yeah, like all of the videos that we're publishing in the month of October are all related to Halloween and they're meant to entertain you guys a whole lot. So every Thursday there's going to be a big drop. There's also a couple of exclusive metaphysical episodes on the Ohio melon heads and the Dudley town forest, which is in Connecticut which has got just weird, weird stuff going on. Um, So if you guys want to be spooked during Halloween, definitely think about subscribing, supporting our work, where you're going to get a bunch of exclusive content that you can share with your friends and your family and have a really good time this Halloween season. So, um, yeah, thanks for being with us, you guys. And um, we'll see you over there on Rise.TV
1: what if i told you that not only have we been visited by extraterrestrials but that our own military has in their possession crafts along with alien bodies hidden from the public well join me ben on the second part of this edge of wonder episode with my special guest michael schratt who is a private pilot and aviation historian and has been investigating ufo encounters for over 28 years lab coat technicians talking about bodies recovered and one was still alive and when i heard this from charlotte i said i got it i got it wow i I got it now i know that this guy was telling the truth i got it in our last episode we went into detail about how the u.s secretly has alien craft and documented testimonials on first-hand accounts of not only seeing crafts but alien bodies as well In this episode, Michael will be presenting the most mind-blowing account he has, which includes multiple witnesses. You won't believe what he has. So, without further ado, let me introduce Michael Schrat. All right. All right.
2: Get your questions ready because it's time for our live Q&A session exclusively on rise.tv i
1: have been goo god that's we're talking about